Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Ultra Life Today. This is kind of our little fireside chat series where I get to sit down with the CEO of Ultra Botanica, Adam Payne, lead inventor of this incredible technology called LPS. We've got another ingredient to talk about today, Adam. Drum roll. Hey, Drum man. Drum roll. I'm how, looking for how the... fun for us to come over here to a new look... studio and hang out, right? I'm looking for the fire. Yeah. Where's the fire? We're supposed to, well, I mean, fireside chat, Josh. Oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, next time, I bet we instead of right our logo, the, uh, they could probably put one up there. Um, you know, you can overlay it. Anyway, yeah, we are. We're in this new studio. It's kind of a new experience for us. But uh, By the way, still, historic downtown area, historic beautiful. building, love this area of town. But it's just you and me. So we're having a conversation. We did the last one on curcumin. No, we did the last one on berberine. berberine. Oh. Can you say berberine? Can you sure say, you can. Forget forgetting no, yeah okay. berberine that's right we did the last one on berberine we now did. we're doing quercetin the two of the uh the second polyphenol that we've added into our technology so before you go into that i, I want to set this up and and we need to set it up because when i met you 10 years ago you and bg Curian and hal schofield were playing around with they liquefied curcumin, they came to you. They said we want to commercialize this. We want to get it into a free flowing powder. Uh, mm, you guys sat did, around yeah. and did crazy shots of uh, curcumin and got a curcumin buzz. Yep. You guys figured out a technology called LPS technology. And the reason I'm bringing this up again is because we have another one of those problem ingredients, Adam. The LPS technology just to encapsulated so, pun intended mm-hmm. is, wow is, is you're to, really rolling here is John. to be able to take these plant bioactive compounds that are polyphenols or flavanols or isoquinolones and get them into a form a molecular form where they'll literally move into the bloodstream and hit it at exponential levels and land on the so, cell receptor sites right Josh how there's so many of these compounds that have the promise of being something that should change yep. our, our health, should have an, an, an impact on us. I mean, how many times have, I, I, there's so many of these kinds of ingredients that I call them faith-based supplementation. Oh, that's a good one. You know, where people, that. you know, they, um, they go to the health food store and they go to the, and t- I'm talking not your, your typical good health food store, like what you have in natural grocers, where you get into the aisle and there's like lot too many choices um, and you're overwhelmed. Yeah, with, and you're going to with... have massive amounts of products that have been extremely hot. Berberine, oh. curcumin, oh. quercetin, resveratrol, green you, you tea remember, extract. You remember Abner's Nutrition down in- Oh, sure. Uh, where was it? Down in Texas. Wichita Falls, Wichita Falls, baby. Yeah. We went there. It, this this health food store had floor to ceiling racks full of s- ingredients I had never One seen before. One of the before. best small health food stores, by the way, I've ever been in. Yeah, it's she, amazing. She she does her and stuff. And so right. you know what what happens? I, I I observed these kinds of interactions. You go into the health food store and you go, "Hey, I'm dealing with skin, dry skin, or these female issues, or I don't deal with female, you know, these issues that that you experience." And sometimes, most of the time, they'll point you in the direction of something that should help support health in a variety of different organ systems or immune system or whatnot. A lot of these compounds, quercetin and curcumin, 
for example, have the promise of being something that should transform our lives, but most people don't experience any benefit. You know, almost every abstract that I read on PubMed, and that's the government's clinical repository for for research articles related, and it's you'd be amazed. Go to PubMed.gov and look up any natural compound. You will be shocked at how many studies there are on substances it, like it's cursi- overwhelming. Cursi- it's overwhelming. Yeah, twenty six thousand on curcumin. But you know how what's many, interesting? I'm curious. Cursetin. How many did you, you see? You know, I didn't pull the number Ooh. up, but I will say this. The thing you find over and over again when we're looking up these types of plant bioactives is one thing. They start off the abstract and they end it with, however, the universal problem with these kind of substances is- Bioavailability. And like, exactly. Bioavailability. Getting them in the bloodstream, getting them into the cell receptor site. So That's why I call them faith-based stuff, because- The research, for example, on curcumin. Curcumin was the natural product of the year back in 2016, 2017. It's probably one of the largest grossing products in the history of the health food industry by far. We predicted that it was going to be a billion-dollar category Yeah, rivaling aloe vera, which has been around for 60, 70 years. But most people, when they take it, they don't feel anything. It takes... takes weeks for yeah. people to experience a, a difference. As you would say, I'm going to go back in the Wayback Machine, one of our favorite really? cartoons from back in the day. Peabody. When I first went out into Sherman, Oklahoma City. Sherman, that's right. What was yeah, that called? Sherman and Mr. Peabody. That's right. Yeah. I when love I that first, show. When I first went out into Oklahoma City, I had a mission. You and I had pr- created these three-day samples of the original Ultra Cur, yeah. with the color of your shirt, the lid was. Yeah, my and, favorite color. And, and so... I went out to all these, I went out to clinical nutritionists, compounding pharmacists, integrative MDs, naturopaths, and I said, do you all sell curcumin in your place? And and I knew they were all hot to trot on it, right? And they were all like, yes, we do. And I was like, I'd love to ask you a, a simple question. How much benefit have you seen in your patient population or with your clients as it relates to the use of curcumin? To a man or woman, Adam, the answer was, I see, I see, it's so-so. And to your point, 30 days, 60 days, taking large, large amounts, not really feeling it. But even most, what gets me, you go to the reviews of some of these turmeric curcumin products, same thing with quercetin and berberin for that matter. Yep. And bourbon's a little bit different. Bourbon does somewhat get in the body. It has a better bioavailability than curcumin and quercetin. But it's kind of like, oh, it's a great product. You know, I, um, I'm feeling better. But they don't really talk about dramatic results. Transformative, your Transformative. word. That's, yeah. that's my favorite word. I stole it so, from you about 10 cur- years ago. Quercetin. So let's talk about quercetin. Quercetin. It's spelled Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N, right? Now, now, now I a lot of people say quercetin. A, I saw it listed as a Flavid- as a flavanol, right? It, the flavanol it, it, is a is, is that a polyphenolic yes, class? Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, flavanols are classes of polyphenols that um, are of that exhibit certain aromatic tendencies. So they're part. They're definitely they have to be part of a plant extract. And it has to be of a natural extract. By the way, I have to say, Adam, I'm taking you so much more seriously when you're in your white lab coat. It's it's just a game changer. 
<laughs> I don't know how to take that, Josh. It's a good thing. I know. Yeah. I, I, li- I like my little web. I like my web, white web coat. Okay, so uh, it's a quercetin. Uh, and to, this is to not just graphic. We, we wear white lab coats in our production yes, facility. You do. Yeah, and I, I'm, I, okay, it's on. It's flavanol. It's part of this polyphenolic right. group of plant bioactive compounds. Quercetin is also, it's produced by a number of different plant species. Unlike curcumin, which is really only made by the turmeric rhizome in the root of the plant. You know, my very favorite way to get quercetin in my body other than um, our own product Uh is onions. I'm a huge onion guy, man. I cook with them and everything, making spaghetti sauces and I'm a... I'm, I'm a cook. And so, Interesting. Uh, yeah, and, and onions are phenomenal. How much uh, quercetin is in an onion? Well, I'll tell you something really interesting is that when you take the powdered forms of quercetin that are out there uh-huh. and you compare them just to eating a meal with onions and you check blood levels, you can take off the chart amounts of powdered quercetin and maybe find 1% in the blood. But you can get higher Unless, amounts by eating oh, um, the onions plant. Yeah. and different things like that. So that's, of course, not a surpri- lot of that's not surprising to me because essentially in the plant, you're getting the LPS kind of effect. The LPS stands for our patented technology, liquid protein scaffolding. We solubilize these compounds like quercetin. We get them into a liquid state. And it's in a liquid, it's a free molecule, right? It's not bound to itself. The problem with, with polyphenols, this whole class, is that once they bind to themselves, they don't like to dissolve. They like invite all their cousins to the party. Don't they form they, into crystals? They, they form crystals, and those crystals are essentially insoluble. I liken it to swallowing quartz crystal. You're not going to get silicone in your blood by swallowing a bunch of quartz crystals. I actually crystals. know where that's going to end up, but we'll save that for another episode. It's a. <laughs> it's, it's going to be eliminated from the body, yes, isn't it? Yes, a great I, portion I, there's of it. So many great phrases flowing through my mind. None of them appropriate for, <laughs> and, for and a another, podcast. And another thing about these polyphenolic compounds is that they, when they aggregate together and they form these crystals. They also have a tendency to create gastric gastric disturbances well, for people. Yeah, so that's more so for berberin. Berberin, okay. Yeah, berberin because berberin by itself is highly antimicrobial. Yeah, it's killing and, off everything. Right, it's like an yeah, antibiotic and kind of. Curcumin can be a little bit abrasive to the gut. I don't know much about quercetin that's not absorbed. I do know that quercetin that is not absorbed isn't going to do much of at all of anything. So we're going to be right back on Ultra Life today. I'm Josh Bellew, sitting here with CEO of Ultra Botanica, Adam Payne. Glad and we're going here. to continue the conversation on quercetin. Hey, do you love what we're doing? Go find podcasts anywhere you like to download them. Find us under Ultra Life Today. We've got a great YouTube channel as well. Learn more about our products at ultratoday.com. Our mission is to take nature's most beloved botanicals, and enhance them with our liquid protein scaffold technology. This helps it reach your cells faster and better. With exponentially enhanced bioavailability, you'll feel better every day. Ultra Botanica, the feel-good curcumin. Hey everyone, welcome back to Ultra Life Today. This is our second segment talking about quercetin or 
Quercetin, as Dr. Joe Perita corrected yeah, us, right? Yeah, no, he definitely yeah. corrected us. Well, I'm hanging out with Adam Payne, CEO of Ultra Botanica, a lead inventor of this incredible LPS technology that is literally revolutionizing. And when I say that, I, it, it, it's true. We have doctors all over the world, Adam, for many, many years that have basically said, when you guys create a product that's in this plant bioactive category of polyphenols, sign me up because it's the only one we'll use because it produces results in a very, very short period of time. Now, when it comes to quercetin, I must admit, I'm a little behind the eight ball. I don't know a ton about quercetin. So um, I do remember something though that kind of got me really going. When COVID first hit, you know, I was going into independent health food stores and going into national chains and you would literally see a wall of quercetin that would be from floor up to about five feet high and they were end capping it everywhere. Why were they doing that? I remember this whole idea of cytokine storms, uh, this Sorry. incredible inflammatory response. What, what, what were they trying to figure out there? Well, quercetin's a, a polyphenol like curcumin that has um, a lot of domains of activity. It um, These polyphenols tend to bind to a whole variety of stuff. So let's talk about the known domains of quercetin. Okay. So quercetin is a very powerful antioxidant, first of all. It's, it's known to be able, when it's inside the cell or outside the cell, it can, uh, it, it can attach to free radicals and essentially nullify their toxic ability that free radicals have that can damage cell membranes and, and the machinery inside of a cell. And for a second, just in case, I know we have a very highbrow audience that really studies their stuff, but free radicals, I remember there being a description of free radicals and how they work, but basically you have what? An electron that actually unpairs itself from the cell and it starts like playing pinball, doesn't it? it and creating it, yeah. some issues. I mean, there's, there's so many different kinds of ways anecdotally to kind of describe what's going on. But as the, the essential mechanism is how we produce energy. Uh, I'm going to dig back into the Wayback Machine here, pulling from our Mr. Peabody error here. The, um, the Krebs cycle. Okay. Right? The Krebs cycle is a is a whole process that happens in the mitochondria powerhouse of the powerhouse cell. of the cell that uh, involves glucose coming in oxygen coming in and then and there's mineral, multi- minerals and there are things the, yeah involved, there's right? all sorts Magnesium, of different things potassium calcium all yeah, yeah. um 52 different, 52 ATP, I believe is the number, that is produced by one cycle of uh, the Krebs cycle, as opposed to glycolysis or glycosis is what cancer cells use. And they make, uh, they use one glucose and create two ATP. Very inefficient, very interesting. Um, In the process of the Krebs cycle, um, imagine like a, a, a car engine, Right, car engine takes in gasoline and burns oxygen. It creates exhaust. The exhaust coming out of the mitochondria is free radicals. Oh wow! And the free radicals that are produced are essentially the exhaust from the and the Krebs cycle engine. And so your our bodies are designed to. Uh, sop up that exhaust, those free radicals. We and have that's the glutathione. job of an antioxidant. Yes, glutathione okay. is our antioxidant. 
and uh, we have glutathione constantly being brought into um, where the mitochondria are producing the free radicals and sopping it up and and taking it and neutralizing it, some free radicals escape the antioxidant capacity of a cell, especially as our cells become damaged or mitochondria become damaged. No um, doubt diet, lack of supplementation, oh exercise oh, has a whole so host of things. things. And, and there are other processes that create free radicals, like uh, when we're attacking, when our bodies kill bacteria, that creates a lot of free radicals. Oxidative stress is another kind of description of what this whole process looks like. Oxidative stress being the Krebs cycle, using oxygen creates these free radicals that causes metabolic stress or cellular stress on, on the body. The, the problem with free radicals is that they are damaging. They, they grab electron or they donate electrons to things around them. And those donated electrons can um, create chemical reactions that you don't want to happen. They can damage cell membrane structures. They can get involved in the machinery of what should be a normal smooth process into something that's not a smooth process. It can damage DNA. It can change a DNA's yep. um, coding for something that's going on. So quercetin. So first thing. Quercetin we is an antioxidant. an antioxidant. Right. So, and it, Considered and, a powerful one, especially if you could get it into the bloodstream. Yes. And I know that glutathione is like the master you know, yeah. curcumin, we're not, we're not curcumin, guess what, is also a very powerful antioxidant. Okay. Um, that's the, So that's the first kind of capacity that, that has been studied. I don't think anybody, I'm saying this and I'm probably wrong, has done a kind of a, 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 a molecular tag. You know, you can tag molecules with different um, radioactive particles. Yeah, yeah, radioactive and you can see how they're, see where they go, the see, where they go what they see what's happening. You can look at their activity. You can then use enzyme measurements to look at the enzyme capacity of these different things. I'm sure somebody's done some research on this. And it's fascinating. So let's let's put to bed the antioxidant. Interesting. That's also, a benefit. Yep. Uh, quercetin, like curcumin, can also chelate or take out of our body Heavy metals that are lead, cadmium, mercury, yes. arsenic the the ones that really destroy and cripple our health that we get a oh, lot of in our so food supply these days. Heavy metals are called heavy metals because guess what? They're heavy. These are big atoms, and uh, it's a, a heavy metal ion, and it's an ion. It usually has a negative charge. Heavy metals, right? Um, Imagine it, the, the closest analogy is like a wrecking ball. A heavy metal, free, just roaming around inside of your cell, is so it, literally it, it, like a wrecking ball just going, it's just like running. It's like free radicals on steroids that have all oh agglomerated together. <laughs> it's, it goes, it'll go through the, the cell wall. It'll destroy whatever is in its way as it's wow. moving around. And it, heavy metals damage cells. And don't they historically have a very difficult time escaping the body? Don't they want to abide in the tissues? A lot well, of them. Oh, oh this, this is the, the it's yeah. hard to get them out. So you're telling me another uh, benefit. They, when they, when they that, especially when they're just wrecking balls, they they're just going to continue damaging stuff. So quercetin. This is why mercury poisoning, lead, cadmium, arsenic poisoning. These are all heavy metals that the EPA tells us we need to be. You know cognizant about how much we're taking in right our body has a certain capacity to eliminate heavy metals but it needs to do so by chelating them 
And what I mean by chelation is these compounds, curcumin's a chelator, especially a really good chelator of excess iron, which is really interesting, like for hematochromatosis, hint, hint, wink, wink. Right. Say right. no more. Iron. Iron, right. Over An overabundance of iron is actually bad. Arg. It damages the body just like heavy metal exposure. But quercetin can bind to these heavy metals and essentially inactivate them. So imagine this: the, a quercetin molecule wraps around the heavy metal ion and it activates it. And so then the body's able to deal with the heavy metal ion because it's not a wrecking ball anymore. You know, and that's one of the cool things I have found over the years in studying these plant bioactives, Adam, is when they do chelate something, when they go and basically smother it and bind to it and inactivate it, some of these substances, especially radioactive type substances, can actually damage the kidneys when they're being eliminated. But plant bioactives inactivate them to such a capacity right. that when you're eliminating them, it does not create other problems, well, the, compounding the, it, the problem. So it's using the antioxidant capacity of the quercetin or curcumin, for that matter. And then it's binding to the, the, the heavy metal ion. So it attaches to that ion inactivates its negative charge and so then it's essentially not quite not completely inert but the body's able to deal with it it's not causing damage it's not on that big chain and swinging through all the scaffolding of the cell and causing all sorts of wow antioxidant chelation especially of heavy metals in this day and age from the water supply the air we breathe the foods we get i mean i mentioned this the other day and it bears repeating a really cool organization named moms across america i've got to get this plug in go look them up lady named zen honeycutt their organization went to 40 different fast food restaurants um to look for glyphosates and oh. look for heavy metals oh. in the food i i, you, I you don't it's want un, to know it's disbelieving on it, my it end. is because many of these restaurants don't, don't say it many of these restaurants Ugh. had 18 to 20 to 50 times the levels of the epa allowable for substances like cadmium mercury how could they get away and, with that? And, and, I mean, and, seriously. And the, and the thing that broke my heart the most. So but hold I, on, hold on a minute. So I mean, if I'm a food producer, I have to comply with with food testing to make sure that my the food I'm producing, like our nutritional supplements, is not over the legal limits for heavy metals. Okay, here I go down the road that they call. I am looking at the camera right now. Regulatory capture. It's in every industry. It's in the pharmaceutical industry. It's in the food industry. It's in the oil industry. It's everything related to lobbyists and their ability to continue to do things and have people kind of just look the other way. And it's everywhere. And that's why that's why I love consumer groups like this. I mean, these are What's, some well, so, fierce okay. moms. Moms so, across America. So can dads play with them are we oh yeah they would i mean zen honeycutt is, is, cool, is cool as to me and can we have a dads across america we, we could if you and i want to step I'm up i'm a dad are you a dad started oh yeah four four dad you're a four times dad i am a four time dad. i'm a four times dad at least all that oh. i know of i don't you know oh, well, uh, can't talk about that okay antioxidant chelating any other benefits that oh my just, gosh yes just come off the top of your head so now we're getting into so those are kind of the most polyphenols, to my understanding, have the ability to have antioxidant capacity and I believe has some chelation capacity. I could be wrong. I'm not a chemist. 
contrary to everybody's popular belief. And these belief. are often brightly colored. So if we find them in the food uh, supply, they, they tend to they fluoresce. They have a tendency, right? They, they tend to have very specific wavelengths within which they will fluoresce, which is interesting. The polyphenol groups themselves lend it to that fluorescing activity. So now we're getting into some more what I would call ligand. And so um, with a minute and a half, let's start into this road of the next benefit that we've got. Okay, now we're and, getting into where does quercetin actually interact with a cell in its biology? Not just dealing with heavy metals or antioxidants, but how does quercetin affect cellular biology? Well, I have a huge question mark above my head. I'm sure everybody can see it right now. I have no idea. we got to make one. Can, okay. we, can we get a question mark These over guys that, Here, they can probably... I would love to see that. They can probably superimpose one yeah. on the uh, film. Done. Okay. Yep. All right. So anyway, you mentioned ligand and, and where oh, are we... That's a fancy word. Okay. Where are we going with that and what is a ligand? So ligand is technically a cell receptor. It's uh, So if you look, cells don't communicate by words. They, they can communicate a little bit by when they're touching other cells by electrical signals and some gradients around them. Primarily, the way that a cell communicates to its outside environment by, by producing little soluble messenger molecules. We call them cytokines, chemokines, leukotrienes, nice. and they, they get made and then they get expressed through the cell. Um, so the cells produce these little soluble hormones, then different cells in the body have the ability to receive those signals and then bring them into the cell as a communication. Hold that thought. We've been having a fascinating conversation on quercetin with Adam Payne, CEO, lead inventor, Ultra Botanica. I am Josh Bell. You listen you love what we're doing. Find us wherever you find podcasts. We're going to be going into another segment for our radio listeners. It's going to be next week's show. So we'll be right back with Ultra Life Today.